You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. This episode, we'll be talking about Nightlife by Ray Price. In the room, I have Rob, Hello. John, Howdy. Sean, Hi. and Ben. Hi. Nightlife is the sixth album by country western singer and guitarist Ray Price, backed by his regular touring band, the Cherokee Cowboys. The album was released in April of 1963 on Columbia Records label, uh, produced by Don Wall and Frank Jones. The genre is country. Ray Price was one of the stalwarts of 1950s honky-tonk music developing the famous Ray Price Shuffle, a 4-4 arrangement of honky-tonk music with a walking bass line heavy on fiddle, pedal steel, and a high tenor harmony, which can be heard on his hit Crazy Arms in 1956, and many of his other recordings from the late 50s. Nightlife represents a crossroads in Price's country career as he refines his honky-tonk style, bridging the gap into the 1960s mainstream Nashville sound, in addition to being one of the first country concept albums. Along with his regular band, the Cherokee Cowboys, that included Willie Nelson, Johnny Paycheck, Buddy Evans, Floyd Kramer, Price sings to us about a life on the road full of hotels, drinking, heartbreak, and regrets. This album is full of classic songs paying homage to honky-tonk living while Price's smooth crooning sets our mind at ease. What did we think of Nightlife? This Let, fucker can sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's not forget Roger Miller was also one of the Cherokee Cowboys. He was. Um, no, the this was a this dude brought four four to country music. That's insane. <laughs> it was all two four before this guy just showed up, up. According to the things I've read, right? And yeah, he 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 brought four. <laughs> that's probably how why, long did it take who knows that's probably why in country music the assholes are still clapping on the ones and the threes <laughs> they had fucking two two four for as long as they did <laughs> holy shit no yeah the two uh, four until the late 50s <laughs> right <laughs> um no man like yeah he can he can fucking croon like it was like the first song on this like track one nightlife it sounds like it's like crooning and blues melded into country, and I I didn't really know what to do with myself once I realized that his voice seems to get almost gender neutral. We're like, oh, this could be Patsy Cline, like straight up, he sounds like a woman, but like in a really rich, like wonderful way. But like he just, it's just pure good voice. Man, and speaking of Patsy Cline and this song, uh, you know Willie Nelson being a songwriter. 
Like he wrote this song, he wrote Crazy. And he he later recorded his own versions of both of those songs. But like even if, if you'd never heard Willie Nelson's versions of like this song or of Crazy, something about the way he writes songs, you can listen to a song and even if someone else is singing this, like this sounds like a Willie Nelson song. Mm-hmm. You know, just like the way the melody is, the way the cadence is, it just it sounds like it should be Willie Nelson's voice singing it, even though Ray Price is killing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think Willie Nelson wrote, Are You Sure? And it's just it just sounds like a Willie Nelson song, because mm-hmm. it is. But then you've got Ray Price, just like Sean said, what'd you say, like, just, just good voice. <laughs> oh, my it's, God. It doesn't have crazy inflection, necessarily. It doesn't have odd quirks. It's just... Solid, beautiful, good voice. So pure and strong. Yeah, I I actually wrote that because I had a really hard time getting out of the Willie Nelson because I listened to that song a lot. Um, and to to hear Ray Price sing it was was it was it's just hard to get over once you've heard a song so many times, you know. But I, yeah, I thought that he had such a strong voice. I had a little issue with him just going over the top. Like, he really belts it out. (laughs) And for that kind of, like, for that song, what it's kind of singing about, it's kind of like, I'm sad and I'm sad. You know, the the traditional honky-tonk when you're in a bar. And I kind of was like, man, just a little too much for me on that. But there's no denying that his voice is awesome. Like, he's got a great country voice. I wonder how much of that stems from the fact that, like, he didn't really grow up, like, hard scrabble and, like, have all this paint. Like, he had, like, a pretty decent upbringing, I think. Yeah. You know, like, I think his parents are divorced, but I think, you know, aside from that, I did read that. <laughs> when, he, when he was three, I think. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> like, but, like, his, his, like, stepdad and mom were fashion designers or something like that. Or mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, like, he was okay. You know what I mean? Like, he just, you know, he did, like, go to, go to war? Yeah, yeah he I went to Wikipedia. war, and, yeah. and uh, I think he went to veterinary school. And, yeah, yes, he was a vet but, in two ways. But he was too small to work on horses wow. and cattle, yeah. so, so he, he had to like, play music. And that's how he's to sing. Yeah, yeah. so, like, maybe he just didn't have, what, double vet. Double vet. Yes. He's a double yeah. vet. Double yeah. your vet. Yeah. Two for the price of one. Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Two for the Ray price of one? Yes. Uh. Yes, sir. Yeah, but I, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for, like, you know, having a lot of, like, actual pain or heartache growing up and, and bringing that into your work, and maybe he just didn't have enough, so he overcompensated with his skill as a vocalist. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I hear things that Roy Orbison is going to be doing, like, very shortly yes. a- after, uh, like, after hearing Ray Price, like the, his vocal delivery is so fucking crazy. Like it, it's, it's weird to hear crooning in country. Um, and, mm-hmm. but it worked for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And there's no denying that the wild side of life is a stone classic. Like I, I feel like I was born knowing that melody, even if I didn't know, uh, the song, just like talking about the Eric Idle Monty Python song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one. Talking Always look song. on the wild side of life. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like the, the melody of the chorus of Wild Side of Life, it just feels like one of those melodies I've known my whole life. I didn't know God made honky tonk angels. I might have known you'd never make a wife you gave up the only one that ever loved you and went back to the wild side of life
Would you say that this is, I mean, at least in my mind's eye, I don't know too much about this kind of stuff, but this to me sounds solidly like the Nashville sound. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is the transition. A lot of people think, or they kind of put this, like I was saying, it's a, it's sort of a crossroads where it's like you go this much farther, you're out of like the honky-tonk, traditional, and if you go, you know, the other way, you're in complete... Uh, countrypolitan Nashville nineteen mm-hmm. sixties sound. Mm-hmm. So I, this was like <clears throat> I, I kind of wrote down. This is probably as much as that. I, I'm not really a Nashville countrypolitan kind of guy. You know that twangy guitar and and so polished. So this is probably the the last stop I would have before I get the, to too mm-hmm. much for me. Like too much that way. I mean, because you've got a lot of the like. Texas influence, the lap steel, but it's just so clean. Yeah. It's just so, so clean. Wasn't he a roommate with uh, Hank Williams at one yeah. point in time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He recorded with his band, too. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of, after Hank passed, I, a lot of people looked to him as being the honky tonk guy, you know, like front and center, um, and kind of t- carrying on that tradition, which is why I think. I had read that late later, you know, after this album, he kind of went far to the to crooning side of things, almost out of country music, and a lot of people rejected him for doing that um, because it it was almost as if he said, "Yeah, I'm done with country music now. I'm going to go into the adult contemporary." But at the same time, the voice—I mean, yeah—how can you deny um, doing that? You you pick your path, and he. He chose to, to go with his singing abilities uh, rather than stay in the honky-tonk uh, and du- era. The dude performed, like, almost literally up until he passed a few years back. He uh, he died in 2013 of cancer. He was diagnosed in late 2012, and in 2013 he played 100 shows on the road before passing away in December. Wow. And from all accounts, he still sounded awesome. That's a fucking troubadour, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, the only the only other thing I I was I kind of wrote in my notes was his his delivery his delivery never sounds that down. You know what I mean? Oh, right. These are songs. These are sad songs. Yes. I'm garbage and I'm drunk and I'm gonna get drunk again. Yeah. Also, <laughs> maybe he's doing the Marty Robbins thing where he's singing sad songs like not about him. Right. You're like, here's some sad songs <laughs> I, I heard about. <laughs> Let me tell you about what happened to these guys. Do you, do you think Willie, ne- like Johnny Paycheck and Willie Nelson are like motherfucking, just like sitting at him playing, playing while he's like singing their I, songs? And... I think that Willie Nelson was probably like. Man, that fucker can sing. <laughs> oh, dude, that that story of uh, uh, I'm sorry, who are we talking about again? Fix this. Ray Price. Ray, Ray, Ray Price getting busted for pot. Oh yeah, I read that <laughs> and, story. And Willie Nelson like calls him up, was like, "Hey man, you just got like five million dollars worth of publicity." <laughs> <laughs> Like that he got buzzed for pot in 1999 when he was in his 70s. Yeah. After like two decades of releasing like contemporary Christian music. And he's like, fuck it, man, I'm old. Poor Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Papa needs his glaucoma medicine. <laughs> One thing I noticed about this album, and I can't tell if it's just, like, because this is how country albums go, because, frankly, I'm just not that well-versed in country music. It seemed like there was kind of a story arc where this guy goes to a bar, he meets a girl at a bar, he thinks, like, she's so amazing, and he's going to be the one to, like, take her out of the bar scene. She seems to want to stay in the bar scene. They break up. He can't get over it. And, then, like, they're... 
it, the sequence of the songs kind of took you down that path, and I honestly don't know if I was just imagining that because I was bored. No, nope, no, nope. it's arguably a concept record. Okay, it good. You that, you just me. described my life <laughs> up until about three years ago. No, I had in my notes um, like. I, you know, I started to, like, really feel for him. You know, like, there's no fool, there's no fool like a young fool. I just said, this witch. That was my note. And then, uh, if she could see me now, I said, buddy, please move on. <laughs> Bright lights and blonde-haired woman. I said, he's moving on. And, like, I was hopeful. And then, like, are you sure? It's, like, now he's, like, being positive and trying to help other people. And then, let me talk to you. I said, no. Because, like, he's... <laughs> Do not dial that number right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, no, he's, I'm doing great. I'm just going to talk to her. I'm just going to talk to her, you know? And, yeah, he went. Buddy he went system, wrong. man. Yeah. Buddy system. Yeah. <laughs> I got loaded last night on a bottle of gin. And I had a fight with my best girlfriend. But when I'm drinking, I am nobody's friend. Please, baby, wait for me until they let me out again. I I I I'd never heard this guy before. Like, and I was ecstatic that uh, like this type of good country like I hadn't heard yet so mm-hmm. kudos I, 1001 yeah. I loved Lonely Street also it's like a really good goth song he just like <laughs> yeah. wants to wallow and you're just like yeah alright thank you yeah. yeah yeah I kind of felt, felt the same way uh some people said this was Nashville's answer to um We Small Hours mm-hmm. the Frank Sinatra album and mm-hmm. I was I think they're kind of right yeah. Yeah, I mean they they, yeah. they kind of hit the same sort of feeling and you know, both great singers and the arrangement on both of them are just fantastic. So and both crooners. Like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So one's just a Yankee. <laughs> the Yankeeest. <laughs> uh, I did dip in a, a bit to uh, Ray Price's more contemporary work because I, I kind of wanted to see blowback was on, on that and. Yeah, not for me. Not my long shot. <laughs> Adult contemporary is not your uh, genre? It's No, it's just, it, it has this very Andy Williams feel. Um, oh. It still has like a little bit of like that country sound, but at the same time, it's just, it's far beyond this. This is kind of, a lot of people to... said this was the last honky tonk he, traditional yeah. honky tonk he did. I haven't listened to any of the projects that he did in, like, the 70s and 80s with, like, Merle and Willie and stuff. And the boys? <clears throat> Merle and Willie and the boys. Uh, I know that he did, like, do projects with them. I haven't listened to them. But you'd think that with those two guys yeah. there propping them up, it probably would be outlaw country, if anything. Right. You know? Which I, I would now that I know how m- much I'm impressed by his voice, I, I would like to hear what those records sound like they did with those guys. I don't know his previous hit that you referenced, uh, "Crazy Arms." Yeah, but I'm hoping <laughs> that it was a dance craze. <laughs> I'm back in crazy arms. <laughs> it's like a like a Muppet dance. <laughs> Yeah, I check I checked that one out and I was like, oh, four four. Yep. <laughs> Checks out. That, that... 
only now do we know that that should be surprising. <laughs> like, oh, wow, this song's in 4-4. Four, four. Interesting. I can't fucking believe that that was, like, that he has his own shuffle, and it's what brought in 4-4 four, four to fucking country music. I'm sorry to reiterate. But goddamn it, should that's we just, insanity. Should we just go and find a genre that hasn't discovered the t- a time signature and be like, guys, you can do it in six eight. <laughs> Bossa Nova, Bossa Nova six eight. I believe it's called Brubecking. <laughs> uh, nerd jokes. <laughs> uh, yeah, does anyone want to mention Willie Nelson shot his? Prize rooster. Yeah, that's, oh. that's why he. Left, that's when they. Left that's the when band. they broke up. <laughs> they were in the band and they were happy together, and then Willie Nelson shot Ray Price with rooster, and Ray Price kicked him out of the band. <laughs> why did he shoot rooster? That doesn't say. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm leaving. leaving. <laughs> Uh, maybe he's hungry. Yeah. You could have shot any rooster, but you shot my prize rooster. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, I bet it was I like... Mean, it's, it's a rooster. You just go pick it up. Right, but it's, it's, why is the rooster in the van? You know, maybe Willie's not a morning person. Maybe Willie was at the oh. ranch. Ah. I think the rooster woke him up. That's my theory. Yeah. Uh, I watched a lot of That's a great yeah. theory. Thank you. Thank oh, you. yeah. Willie Nelson, even young Willie Nelson probably likes to have some late nights. Yes. There's a rooster Hang, crowing. Hanging yeah, out with Johnny did. Paycheck. Yeah. Willie Nelson sleeps with a gun now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Gritty reboot of Willie Nelson. <laughs> Willie Nelson too. Does Willie Nelson get the title of most overqualified bass player? I'd say so. Uh, Price held a grudge against Nelson for the better part of a year after Nelson's wife killed uh, Price's prize oh. fighting rooster. Oh, oh, was it was, he was he was in the cockfighting. Oh. Okay, of course. After after it wreaked havoc in the in the Nelson's hen house. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's fair. <laughs> if you bring your fighting rooster over to somebody else's house, yeah, why, why is, what's the rooster yeah. doing at Willie Nelson's house? Ray, Ray called. <laughs> Ray called and said, "Where's my rooster?" And Willie said, "It's right here. We're having dinner." <laughs> cold, that's Willie. Really yeah. cold. Uh, waste not, want not. Waste not, want not. <laughs> yeah. I bet it was disgusting. Uh, yeah, tough old fighting rooster. Yeah. <laughs> you probably ate cigarettes. Like, it's disgusting. And fry it up. It'll be fine. You mean yeah. old, old red? <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. All right, so how do we feel? Uh, is this is this a classic? Does it belong on the list? Sure. How do you guys Thumbs feel up. About it? I like yeah, it. yeah. I, I think it's great. Uh, uh, none of these tracks were letdowns. Like, yeah, you know? I felt like it was very solid. Yeah, solid, and he's such a, a unique character, and his, the, the way he, the way he sings is actually, it's just, it's very interesting, and it was a fresh take that I had never heard before, so yeah, absolutely, I'd say this is a, uh, this is one I would recommend to Yeah, anybody. for, for what I said before is, it's like the most polished kind of honky-tonk folk so take what you will from that. It's it's got a very clean style and a very good style, uh, and his voice is great. So I would I would probably say the same thing that you should check it out if you're a fan of country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys feel the same? Seconded. Loved it. I, I dig I dig honky tonk. It's just, it's perfect drinking music. Yeah. You know. Good deal. <clears throat> All right. Next time we will be talking about. 
with the Beatles by the Beatles. Thanks, guys. Thank you. That's not the way to win. Please fall in love again. Give me your heart so I can start to build our life anew. I know you've paid, so if you're afraid, let me talk to you.